Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Blazer Victory Podcast. And again, this is our Conference USA Tournament Special Podcast Series. And guys, UAB was able to get it done against the Rice Owls tonight um, in the quarterfinals. So that means UAB will move on to the semifinals tomorrow, Friday at 2 p.m. And they will take on the North Texas Mean Green. But guys, how about that butt whooping that UAB laid rice for what the third time <laughs> this season? Like Jimmy and I were talking last night, and I mean, I, I was saying I don't know if we could blow out the same, you know, a decent team three times in a, in a regular, you know, in the season. But I mean, here we are, just just a butt whooping again. Like just UAB seems to <laughs> own rice, and I mean, I you'll hear zero complaints coming from my, from me. So um, great to see. Yeah, it's good to see. Cause one thing about Rice is that like their head coach is like always whining and complaining. Oh, he's the worst. To the refs, man. I'm just like it's it's good to kind of put it on put it on them like that because I don't know. I just don't I don't like that. He's very demonstrative. Like maybe the other team is just outplaying you guys. Stop. Just shut up. You know. Sometimes you know. But um, other than that. Um, yeah, Rice is a decent team. Um, I have my own thoughts about them. I think they they I think they are a little overrated, especially Max Fiedler because he he ever I think people stat watch him like oh you know he can put up double digit points and double digit assists, but he is not he's just not strong. He's not a strong center like a forceful player. He's a, very much finesse, and if you kind of shut down those dribble handoffs that he's good at, uh, he's he's kind of lost out there. So I think we did a good job of settling in. You know, um, you know they cut it to two, almost going before half. And it's funny if you look back at our text thread, <laughs> right? Like you would have never thought that the score is it ended up being what it was. But uh, yeah, we um. I think we settled into the game mentally more than anything because we was taking some WTF shots oh, for a yeah. second, just trying to force something, just trying to get some – we were pressing, trying to get some points on the board because Rice went on some early runs and um, those horrible shots and those early shots were, you know, were enabled them to get good shots in, in transition and semi-transition against a non-set defense they weren't they didn't have to go against our one three one um because we were just taking horrible shots so our offense became our worst part of our defense was our offense and the opportunities that we gave up but once we settled in jelly hit some good shots he didn't force those and it was it was over with once mentally we locked in and that's the uab i needed to see jimmy um headed in to play a tough, tough North, uh, mentally tough North Texas team. Oh yeah. Big, big battle upcoming tomorrow for me early in the game. I wasn't surprised to see Rice hit some shots. We talked about it yesterday. They had a game on court B, so they were able to get warmed up last night. And, uh, you know, for me early on, it was concerning our lack of offensive efficiency. We were four 15 from the field at one point. And there in the first half, when we did switch to that one three one, it gave Rice fits. So, you know, that was a huge pivotal moment in the game. Unfortunately, Rice did pull back there within two right before the half. And then to me, the next huge stretch was right there at the end. If I heard the announcer right, that 8-0 run by UAB was pretty much within a minute. 
And then for it to end on the Eric Gaines, you know, defensive play in the alley-oop to Tony Tony gave us a little bit of that breathing room that we certainly needed there at halftime. And the second half was kind of a blur. Looking here at the box score, 47 points in the second half. That was just the fun, you know, big, large deficit that we were hoping to see some guys check in at the end of the game. Uh, that way we could rest some. Uh, and how about, you know, Jelly Walker? Uh, speaking of our text thread, I was saying, hey, that moment in the game when you ain't playing that great and then jelly happens. So it's just crazy uh, when he can go in those runs. He can spark a nine-point game, make it 15, make it 18 with a blink of an eye, and we surely needed that tonight. Yeah, no doubt. And also, Jimmy, something you brought up, too, that I, I you know, we, we all agreed with was like, hey, let's save some of those three-pointers for the semifinals yes. <laughs> tomorrow. Like, I mean, we're already beating the crap out of this, you know, Al team, so let's just – Let's just, hey, let's just kind of put it to bed, you know, coast the, the, the remaining what, seven minutes or whatever it was and just get to tomorrow because uh, th- that, that's something, Jimmy, that you brought up uh, really early on in the game is that, you know, hey, you look at North Texas, who UAB will face tomorrow, and you look at uh, FAU, hey, they handled their business. You know, they blew out their opponents as well, um, and, and UAB ended up doing the same thing. Um, really, the only competitive uh, quarterfinal game was that uh, Middle Tennessee and Charlotte game, and that was a hell of a game. But uh, the other two teams, I mean, they took care of business, and UAB eventually was able to do that um, in the second half and kind of put away Rice. So it's good to see. It's, you know, really good to see, refreshing to see, um, kind of hard, uh, kind of hard to believe that you, as I said, off the top, you know, you, you blow out a decent team three times, like, you know, at their home place in Bartow and then on a neutral side, like, man, UAB is just playing some of their best basketball right now. And they're going to need to continue that tomorrow because they've got a tough, tough, North Texas team that, you know, both of us, all UAB faithful know, you know, just how tough that defense is for North Texas. And, you know, there, there might be a little extra motivation, you know, heading into this matchup for Jelly Walker, you know, um, whether you, you know, agree that he got snubbed from the conference USA player of the year. Um, yes, I agree. He did. Okay. I was about to say, I think all three of us <laughs> do agree. Yeah. Come on. But Hey, Come on, like you look at Tyler Perry only getting ten points tonight, and you look at what Jelly did. Like, I mean, in, I don't know, but we're, we're not going to turn this into an award discussion podcast. But there seems to be a little extra motivation, you know, not just for UAB heading into this matchup to finally get North Texas this year, but especially for Jelly Walker after getting snubbed from that Conference USA Player of the Year award. Yeah, he was snubbed. Like he's a. I, I was kind of having this discussion with a North Texas account on Twitter. Like, no disrespect at all. I'm not taking anything away from Tyler Perry. Jelly is a better player in whichever way you want to slice it. You know, you Tyler Perry probably has, like, a, a percentage point or two. I know we said we're not going down this road, but hold on. Like, he's a, percent, a percentage point or two better than Jelly when it comes to, you know, shooting, shooting-wise. Yeah. But Jelly is such more of a high-volume shooter, and the, the type of shots he takes is totally different than Tyler Perry. I've seen North Texas twice play UAB. Tyler Perry is not like the one-on-one creator that Jelly is. So the eye yeah. test, I think stats-wise, you know, Jelly had averages more points, more assists, and it's almost just as efficient. 
And Tyler Perry only played five more games. I know Jilly was injured, but five more games difference, it shouldn't qualify you to get an award over somebody because of availability. You were only available five more games than this person. I don't get it right. at all. Like, we, oh, do you want to see, see who's more valuable to a team? Well, we went on the slide without Jelly. We kind of had to refigure We had to take on a new identity to win games. Like, yeah, they lost games without Tyler Perry, but we lost games without Jelly Walker. I think they're equally as valuable to their team. So then I think, okay, who's the better player? Who has the better stats? Jelly. Like it's not. It's, it was. I don't. I don't. I don't know. You know what was the criteria? It would have been nice to know the criteria. But uh, okay. Well, anyway. Back. To I mean, this. do you do you think it's one of those things though, Darren? Like where it's kind of hard to give it to the same player two years in a row. Do you think that might have played a factor in it? Like some voter fatigue. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But it's that's stupid, you know. I mean, I, think, I agree. Yeah, I, I think agree. it's a I think it's a season by season award, and this season Jelly was the best player. Um, you, I think naturally first you look at the FAU team, but FAU is a, you know a team by committee. Um, so there was not you got some good players, a lot of good players, but you know you. Elijah Martin have his game. Um, who was the guy against us that turned into prime LeBron? Um, Davis, Janelle Davis. Janelle <laughs> Davis. I, I like Victor Golden. Like I like a lot of players on that. They they're just so deep. Um, you want to just find a way to give some awards to that team because they do deserve it. But um, then you go to honestly, honestly, and this is just my opinion. I fear. Abu Usman mm-hmm. more because I think he's a more effective all-around player. 100%. He, to me, is their MVP, Jimmy. Yeah, no doubt. We talked about Usman, um, whether it was in the preview or the post-game you know, game, uh, commentary about just the need to get Usman on the bench to get him into foul trouble. So going into that UNT game that we had lost on the road, double overtime, you know, Usman was really able to play big minutes in that game, and that's a matchup that, you know, has been difficult for Trey for whatever reason throughout the year. And so um, we've seen it, and I believe, in my opinion, you know, we've really got to focus tomorrow to kind of transition to that game on getting to the free throw line. We all know last time we played North Texas on the road, there was a quite a large free throw disparity, which is interesting because UAB is a team that gets to the line consistently in almost every game that we played. So, you know, we're consistently 20-plus free throw attempts. And that night, uh, we had 10 free throw attempts. And we didn't have a lot of attempts, and we didn't convert. So tomorrow, you know, I'm going to continue to look at the same things I've been thinking about each time we get matched up with North Texas. And and first and foremost, that's going to be for us to get to the line, uh, high volume. You know, North Texas is going to play tough. Uh, They're going to make it really difficult. We played a team tonight uh, that is not good, um, you know, whether you're looking at defensive efficiency or, you know, just really all around on the defensive side of the ball, you're flipping the script completely tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be a completely different type of game. Uh, obviously, you know, I, I'm I'm hoping that we're prepared for it. It's nothing that we haven't seen before, but it, it's going to be a different game. We're going to have to get to the line. And, you know, really, I'm hoping to see Usman get a second foul early. You know, JV and Davis – is uh, you know someone that I'd like to see come off the bench, and he's super good 
in 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 drawing fouls for the minutes played. He's one of the tops in the country and just making the other team foul him. And, you know, that might be something that we see early if Trey struggles to bring JB in and try to get Usman just out of the game, make them uncomfortable, get them sweating a little bit in front of, you know, whatever type of home crowd they're going to have tomorrow. And uh, hopefully, you know, for us to pull off a, a big win. Yeah, that's 100%. Um, you know, what, what needs to happen for UAB is to um, control Usman. And, you know, for whatever reason, Usman seems to have gotten the better, uh, got the best of Trey Jemison um, these last few times that they played. Um, but we're we're going to need Trey Jemison to stay out of foul trouble. Um, but but one thing I was going to say is that, you know, you go back to the last uh, in, in Bowling Green when you had be played at Western Kentucky. I thought that Trey Jemison and Javion Davis both did a great job in, you know, against Sharp and, you know, forcing him into foul trouble early on, you know, and and the guards going right at him like. UAB is going to have to be aggressive early or early on in the ball game tomorrow and just go right at Usman, like get him into foul trouble, get him off the field. Because, you know, just like Western Kentucky, when Sharp's not out on the field, when Usman's not on the field, you know, North Texas is kind of a different team. And, you know, when Usman's able to stay in the game and get comfortable getting uh, close range shots and, you know, getting 10, 15 points, I mean, that's. You know, other than Tyler Perry, that's pretty much North Texas offensive game plan. So if UAB can get them out of uh, can can keep Usman on the bench for a good bit of the game, then, hey, it's time to <laughs> it's time to beat these suckers, man. I mean, this is, you know, the third time and the the last the last game went to freaking double overtime. And Jimmy mentioned the free throw disparity. You know, UAB only getting to attempt ten free throws, while North Texas gets to attempt twenty five. I mean, and they hit twenty three of them. And they hit twenty three. And UAB only made five of ten. So mm-hmm. that and that was uh, it. And then we're not going to bring up what happened in Bartow because that was a different UAB team because they they were without Jelly Walker. Um, they they just struggled to shoot the ball. But Darren, what uh, are you in agreement that you know? Hey, we, we UAB has got to kind of focus on kind of getting it towards uh, Usman and getting him out of the game quickly. Yeah, and I think there's different ways that you do that. I think you um, have to be patient. So the patience starts with the decision making of our guards. Yes. Um. Don't we can't take those. Um. I'm not really open threes but I'm finna heat check it shots that we did earlier on um against Rice of uh, Jelly took a couple couple early Ty Brewer forced some Ladarius Brewer forced some and those shots will get they are long rebounds they was catching us catching us running back on defense in semi transition so then it's a long rebound a guy heading the other way do not give you cannot give North Texas easy shots that's easy points there. I think against a set defense, they're not, they're very average against a set defense. But if you have lapses mentally, um, running off of screens, not communicating, um, that's how they, they can, they will make their open shots. They will not make contested shots. I've seen that a couple of times. There's a pattern with that. If you're able to communicate, and make good decisions, and you have to be patient on offense. And you go at Usman by picking and choosing your spots wisely in the flow of the offense. Don't just try to force it 
uh, the one guy that tries to force it that way by going to the hole is Eric Gaines. Nothing good will come from that. You're going to get caught in the air. Yeah. They are an excellent defensive team. You're going to get caught in the air. It's going to be a turnover, and they're going to get an easy transition three, corner three. That is how they get down. And, and the refs is- are not going to bail you out every time. You know, Eric, you know, luckily sometimes he gets bailed out by the official, but you are you are not going to get that every time. No, you can't count on that. So we're going to need good decision. We can't have the UAB team we had earlier on in this Rice game. We settled in mentally, but in the beginning we were bad mentally, and that allowed Rice to stick around. That will get us beat against North Texas. We need we can't we can't play mentally oh like below average for twelve minutes. We can't do that against this team. That, that equals a L. So we need our guards to mentally be locked in, and we need to take good shots. I'm I'm okay with missed shots. I'm okay with that. But I'm not okay with forced BS. That is not that's the turnover essentially. So we need that from our guards and we need nastiness from our bigs. Us- Usman, he's a guy that thrives off I've always said motor is a skill. He has the best motor in conference. Easily. He is always gonna be active. Watch him when the ball goes up. Where where he was getting Trey Jemison in these last games was Trey Jemison was called ball watching a lot because you know Usman was somewhere behind. Usman keeps moving. He's trying to swim around you. He is creating havoc. He's getting to the ball some way or another while you're sitting there just watching the ball. Trey Jemison has to has to whenever the ball is up, no matter what is going on, just keep a body on this guy. Because he's running around, he's going to push, shove, he's going to find a way to get to the ball. It's impressive to see. I'm like, man, this dude don't stop. That's very annoying to go against. Ah, I used to hate going against those type of defensive tackles and defensive ends because these dudes don't stop and it wears you down because just one little lapse um, and bam, that you've you've given up a game-changing play. And that is how he he got so many tap-outs against us. It probably wasn't registered as an offensive rebound but it was because his because his activity so our guys have to play with nastiness i want to see us win the rebounding battle i want us to see i want to see our guys get offensive rebounds put them back up get fouled on usman make him sit down um i want to see Javin davis get some good post ups see what he can create and see if he can get some fouls drawn and I'll take it if he just misses a shot against or somebody get their shot blocked bomb because that's we at least we get to run back and set our defense. Right. Make them make them create. Make Tyler Perry be the player of the year, Conference USA player of the year. Make him break somebody down and hit a step back three like Jelly can do. He can't. You know, so but don't let him run off an open, don't let him run in transition to get an open three. He'll make that. Or don't let him run off a screen and you miscommunicate and he'll make that. And it's people like, oh see, look, he can nah, I'm not I'm not interested in that. So if we play smart and play nasty and, and stay locked in and uh the key is gonna be is Trey gonna have the nastiness in him and is he gonna stay aware of Usman? And um, will our will our team will our backline of our defense if they communicate, we win the game because I think we mentally wear them down, and then next thing you know, you get three jelly threes in a row, and that's the difference in the game. Yeah, definitely, Jimmy. Any 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 final thoughts before we wrap up? 
no final thoughts. I'm just pumped and ready to go. We're going to take a nap. We're going to wake up and it's going to be game time. That's a quick turnaround. So uh, just excited for hopefully what's going to be an awesome uh, opportunity for the Blazers. We're supposed Let's, to be at, we're gonna be at John House, right? Yeah. Let's go, hey, Blazer Victory Cave, yeah, in yes. first. So hey. first live <laughs> pod. <laughs> I'm ready be... to drink. I'm I'm so curious to hear how the pod is gonna sound because I'm gonna be I'm gonna be nervous, so I'm gonna be drinking, man. Yeah, like yeah. I gotta. <laughs> hey, well, I got plenty to go around. So <laughs> let's do it. Let's do Let's it, go. Right. Let's go. Hey guys, Late. two more wins. And we're back in the big dance. Oh, two man. more. Two more. Hey, North Texas is due. You know, they got us two times this year. But it's time to show them who the real champ is. Yeah, but I want 50, 50 burger from Jelly. 50 burger mm. to show them who the real CS, uh, CUSA player of the year is, man. Let's go. Let's do it, man. Speak it into existence. Let's go. Hey. <laughs> Hey, Jelly's Jelly's gonna beat him so bad, Tyler Perry, that Tyler Perry might go 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 ahead and just go sit on the bench and just go ahead and put on that Medea costume because <laughs> I, I have nothing left, man. And and also, I, I know we're over, we're 21 minutes, but I know North Texas fans are listening and they're like, well, he got 28 against UAB last matchup. Man, he hit 10 free throws. He was seven of 18 from the field. Tyler Perry didn't. I mean, he made a couple key shots, but overall, like the performance wasn't that great. Like. We've yeah, seen John. Yeah, John. Tell him we want the smoke. We want <laughs> the smoke. <laughs> bring it. Bring it. Bring it. Well, all hey, right, guys. Hey, hey BPP Please. listeners, let's take a shot for every May Jelly three-pointer. Oh, I don't let's know about that. I'm staying, I'm staying at John's place tomorrow. <laughs> no, I was going to say, y'all might have to crash. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, all right, guys. Well, we'll be back uh, tomorrow to re- re- instantly react to whatever happens in the semifinals with UAB and North Texas. But as always, guys, go Blazers. Go Blazers.